This week on the Beauty and the Beard AEW Weekly Roundup, we talk Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor, AEW Dynamite, and AEW Rampage, including the huge addition of Samoa Joe and Tony Storm to All Elite Wrestling. Plus, we answer more of your AEW questions. Follow the channel on Twitter at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. To submit questions, send them to BeautyXTheBeard at gmail.com or use the hashtag AskBXTB on Twitter. And if you enjoy what we do, you can support the show by giving us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us once again for our AEW Weekly Roundup coming to you each Tuesday, sometimes a Monday. This may actually come out on Monday. If this thing gets edited on time, it'll be out on Monday. It'll get there, get to you as early as possible. That's your job. I know, but it will for sure be here every Tuesday. Um, But yeah, a ton to talk about this week. You know, we call this the AEW Weekly Roundup, but it's obviously this week and and a lot of weeks going forward, it's going to also be the Ring of Honor weekly roundup. This, it's under the AEW umbrella, same thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> under, that, under that TK umbrella. Under TK's um, umbrella. Yeah, Ella, so. Ella. <laughs> so, so Not much Rihanna's umbrella. No, it's a whole different umbrella. Different um, umbrella. He don't sing. <laughs> um, but we have uh, Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor to talk about, Dynamite, Rampage, some news, um, a lot going on under that umbrella this weekend. So, in this week, um, it, was, it, was, it was an awesome, awesome week of wrestling. But before we get into wrestling, how was your week? Did anything awesome happen for you? I bought Sarah? a new oven. You bought a new oven. That's, that's fun. I knew, yeah. you had, I knew you had something cooking. Mm. What there happened was I was um, making the husband some mm-hmm. um, cookies and mm-hmm. I put them in and within a minute it smelled really weird and there was black smoke coming from my oven. So I opened it up to which the fact that the dog ran away and when I got them <laughs> out they had turned to carbon so they basically were just like black as ash <laughs> and when I looked at the oven the light that tells you it's preheated to the temperature wasn't out so the whole oven was just heating and heating and heating and it like overheated <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me before something happened with that was this another incident or is this yeah a- this is another incident this is another incident so yeah. what was the other one was it something on the, I accidentally uh... melted a plastic chopping board in the that's what it was by you forgetting be- it was on the two baking trays <laughs> <sighs> you have destroyed that oven well it's been here since we've been here and it was a new oven when we got here so um so yeah, yeah. so um I like told husband when he got home 
you know them cookies you wanted. Yeah. They're there, but they are like ash. Um, we need a new oven. They're over there with a cutting board. It's in <laughs> we need a new oven. He's oh, like, right, okay. So I'm getting a new oven, <sighs> and it's it, this is really upsetting. But the only time I could get it before Easter was Thursday this week. Mm-hmm. So if they come without you watching Dynamite, they have sucked themselves out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all do what y'all got to do. I'm yeah. uh, doing something that right here. That is the kitchen. There is the oven. You know do what, what you're, you're going to do. Yeah. Let me just have this. <laughs> yeah. Your life sounds like a sitcom. My life is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good right now. Yep. How are you? Um, I had a wedding this weekend. My you daughter was. Yes. I thought, Your I daughter mean, didn't I, get married. She's too thought, young. No, she did not get married. She's eight. Don't even want to think about it. But <laughs> I did have to go to the wedding. Uh, I got off work a little early because of it. So I guess that's kind of a bonus. Um, but I don't enjoy weddings a whole lot. But she was going to be the flower girl in this Aww. wedding. Um, so um, I went to, you know, to support the flower girl. Um, I didn't know the people that were getting wedding. They're awesome. You just didn't just randomly turn up at someone's wedding with your kid and just go, she's a flower girl. (laughs) (laughs) They're great. Two people from our church. They're, they're amazing folks. So, um, but yeah, we're there to support them and everything, but I wanted to try to make it kind of fun. So beforehand, I put the tweet out there. So if you've seen the tweet, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I didn't tell my wife. I just told my daughter, I'm like, Hey, Every time somebody says how pretty you are, because it's probably going to happen, because she looks so pretty in her little dress and in her hair and all that. Um, I said, tell them I get it from my daddy. She said, what? I said, tell them that, and here's five bucks. <laughs> she Bribing said, a child. She said, got it, Dad. So she threw out, like, the, we got there early for pictures, and literally, like, every five minutes, she's like, you were so pretty. And without missing a beat, got it from my daddy. And she didn't tell anybody why she was saying it. So <laughs> it was just great. So a couple hours later, she we finally let um, let my wife in on what was going on. <laughs> Before, for that first two hours, it was just like, what? Like, she didn't understand what was happening. What do you mean? <laughs> That's where you got it. It was so great. But it got to the point where people would, like, from a distance say, you're so pretty. And she would go, I got it from my daddy. Yeah, <laughs> really loud across the room. I'm like, oh, this is great. She's earning that five bucks. The best investment I've ever made. Um, I hype myself up. So, uh, okay. With all that out of the way, all that wedding talk and oven shenanigans over over in the UK. Um, yeah. Let's get, a, let's get rolling. Let's get rolling. Uh Super card, Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor was awesome. I it was. Loved, I loved that show. Officially the first Ring of Honor pay-per-view I've ever ordered. So yes, that, tell, yeah, that tells you, it, it's a, for, for me and you, it's, it's because of AEW. Um, we watched, we were brought back into wrestling, our love of wrestling because of AEW, and we wouldn't be watching Ring of Honor if not for that. And there's a lot of... Um, you know, truth be told, there's a lot of GCW that we've checked out and a lot of New Japan that we've checked out and a lot of, of Impact stuff that, that we've checked out because of, of AEW. So that's the mm-hmm. thing that AEW does is, is gets us involved in a lot of other wrestling. And I think you, you watched, didn't you order the, um, the Joey Janela? Yes. Uh, 
spring break. What's it called? Spring Joe's not spring, spring break. break yes. So, uh, so I, you even watched that this weekend. So I did. Um, I still got to watch Bloodsport though. So okay, that's still so, my thing to do. See, that's that that too. It gets us. Um, he, I think he's done a good job of getting people invested in other wrestling because of all the different intertwining. Yeah. Basically, um, if you put John Moxley on a show, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just so, tell you. <laughs> so forget everything I just said about Tony Khan. Really, with no, you, it's it's all it, about I mean, it's all about <laughs> I mean, if there's no, a reason the storylines intertwining yeah. into another company, then yes, I'll watch yeah. it. But if it's just John Moxley appearing for no other reason than he's just fancying a, a fight, yeah. then I'm I'm watching. You're watching, watching that. it too, obviously. So. So uh, here is the rundown of the card, including the pre-show for Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. And then we're gonna we're gonna hit a couple of bullet points on some highlights of the show. Um, the matches went like this: for zero hour, the pre-show, Colt Cabana defeated Blake Christian, AQA defeated Miranda Alize. Uh, the Gates of Agony, Khan and Toa Leona defeated Shinomi Shadow Squad, Eli Isom and Cheeseburger. Dalton Castle defeated Joe Hendry. Are you laughing because I, <laughs> because I said cheeseburger or because yeah, I'm I try to pronounce Eli? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I heard the chuckle. Like, what? Um, on the main card, Swerve Strickland defeated Alex Zane. Brian Cage defeated Ninja Mac. Jay Lethal defeated Lee Moriarty. Mercedes Martinez won the interim women's championship after beating Willow Nightingale. FTR are now the Ring of Honor and AAA Tag Champions after taking their Ring of Honor Tag Titles from the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Minoru Suzuki became the new Ring of Honor TV Champion after beating Rhett Titus. Wither Yuta defeated Josh Woods for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. And Jonathan Gresham is now the undisputed Ring of Honor World Champion after beating Bandito. Yes. But... The biggest news coming from this show, without a shadow of a doubt, is Samoa Joe arriving back in Ring of Honor after all these years. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yes. Oh, my God. What are your thoughts? As soon as that music hit, I was just like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I know know that. (laughs) And then he just appeared, and I was like, uh, uh, that, uh, oh my god! That that <laughs> pop when he walked uh, out um, was I know they had what uh, around two thousand people in that building, yeah. But it sounded like thirty thousand people when oh, he walked out. Great. That pop was like, huge. I mean, just makes a huge difference. That that was a great reaction. Yeah, and he looked great. He, oh, he looked phenomenal. He looked amazing. He also um, looks even meaner than what I remember, which says something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it went face-to-face with Jay Lethal. Uh, oh. Because we also got the Lethal heel turn. Uh, Finally. This, yes, yeah. <laughs> See, lethal people can do heel turns. Yes, le- Lethal. But his heel turn, we're going to get more into Joe, too, but um, because it's all worked together. But uh, Lethal's heel turn, when he... Low blow to Lee Moriarty in that mm. match. It looked like it pained him to do it uh, because he lost his honor. The Ring of Honor is kind of what it what it felt yeah. like. Um, but then here in the end, though, it's it's like he fully embraced it. It was like, you know what? Screw it. 
this is what I got to do mm-hmm. to win. Uh, and then Sanjay Dutt, you know, yep. helped him out um, with the beatdowns. And that's when that's when Joe showed up and kind of. And it's uh, like everybody was like, why are they booking Jay Lethal to keep losing? There was a freaking story yeah, about that's, it. That's it. That's the point. <laughs> um, do my head in internet sometimes. I, I I love this turn for mm. for lethal though the 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 mental struggles that he seemed to be having and mm-hmm. are having whether they were true or not I, I felt like they were true but he kind of just kind of went with it in the end it was like yeah this is what I got to do um, I loved it I loved it. I love Joe coming out to to balance things out uh, mm. I thought it was great I know what does this mean is is Joe um fully is he going to be a part of the new ring of honor because he's now he's going to be on dynamite this coming he's Wednesday elite. also he yeah elite. he's all he got the all elite graphic i think um, he's both but and that's that's another talking point too is is are people gonna float back and forth mm-hmm. with this are you gonna have an exclusive ring of honor roster exclusive aw roster or from is it gonna be i can tell from what tony khan was saying is there is an exclusive Ring of Honor roster, there is an exclusive yeah. AEW roster, but things can go back and forth. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I want to mention is when Jay Lethal was interviewed at AEW, he said something had to change and he had to figure out what it was. Yes. I think he figured it out. Yeah. And then also, yeah. on the media scrum after um, the pay-per-view, and there was Samoa Joe sat next to Tony Khan, which makes Tony Khan look smaller than Tony Khan is. <laughs> um, and I, I posted it, but Joe was basically going, "Yeah, I'm. I'm not here to like, you know, like do anything. I'm here to win everything. I may just even enter the own heart tournament because I can." <laughs> <laughs> and Tony Khan just sat back, going, "Ah, oh, crap! Hold on." <laughs> he genuinely looked like. I am. Oh, what's going on? Just, just give him the so cup. Scared. Just give just him give the him everything to you. It's just easier. But mm. I think we all know what we want to see. I think it's very clear that we need Joe to beat up MJF. <laughs> I saw that gift I, so I many need, times this week. I need MJF to come out like he did with CM Punk. Offer a hand and Joe just to push it in the side. <laughs> Please make that happen. Oh, mm. I need that. I, I saw that it so, much. so many times this weekend. That's uh, all I saw was was that old just old security footage. Yeah, it's got to like, happen at some like, point. Especially when Joe was first released and then released again. Everybody was tweeting the same gift. Here we go. Here we go. And now it's legit. Like yeah, it, it's it's can, it can happen. It's, it's a possibility. Like Christmas. <laughs> 2022 is crazy in this little wrestling bubble. The world outside's burning, but inside the wrestling bubble, it's crazy. <laughs> it's <Right>? fine. Everything's <laughs> everything's happy. Mm. Uh, so many possibilities with oh Samoa God, Joe. So many. So many. Um, we also have to talk about FTR versus the Briscoes. Um, that's we've already said this so many times this year. Like, that's a match of the year candidate. This My is God, a, it is. This is a match of the year candidate, for sure. The list is getting long. I, I legit think it's in, like, the top three. <laughs> that's That match was crazy. 
And I, again, I didn't realize until I watched a little bit of the presser afterwards with, with FTR mm. that they literally had never touched. Like these no. guys had never, I mean, this I knew they're just fan motivated. Yes. I mean, I knew there'd never been like an official match or anything like that, but they had never had any kind of like altercation, no. anything like that. So for that, for this to be the first time they've actually had anything, mm. for it to be this good says so much about both of these teams. That was yeah. an amazing match. That was a work of art. That was brutal as well. Yeah. And yeah. I loved it. And look, I said in the past that I wasn't the biggest fan of FTR and the wrestling style. Yeah. And considering <laughs> what I do like in my wrestling, it's kind mm-hmm. of obvious to see why. However, like I tweeted out, Mm-hmm. After watching more and more of their matches yeah. and sort of kind of working out what they're about and then this match in particular, I have to say, that's it. I, I can't deny that, you know, they're amazing and I'm 100% here for it because for the fact that they've managed to create what they created without ever being in the ring with the briskers before yeah it's just pure talent yeah. there's there's no there's no way around it like say what you well, want but i'm just completely and utterly sold they have such a and the same goes for the briscoes they have such mm. an authenticity about what they do where uh nothing feels like an act mm. it feels like a fight it feels personal everything they do feels personal uh, for both teams and it, 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 in all their matches, but specifically this one, you get all four of them together really had yeah. that to the tenth degree. Um, it was just it was awesome. But yeah, and that's that's a lot coming from you because I know you you lean more towards the darker, more mm-hmm. extreme characters. Um, mm-hmm. So for for you to to be that high on a team that is more old school because they really exactly, are. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's shocking to me because. I'm kind of, look, I grew up on Hartley's, Dudley's, and um, Edge and Christian. That was my introduction, and that's basically kind of what I've kept to the entire time. Obviously, I've kind of expended that because, you know, like Moxley entered into the world. But for the fact that I've never really been into that old technical style wrestling. Yeah. um, And then I think it also helps the fact that... um, like Garcia's there, yeah. and although whatever he's doing, it, it, it's <laughs> it's a work. Um, it's that real. it's and, real, <laughs> and like like Brian Danielson and all that. It's just when you look at it from people that are actually like you know complete and utter artists in the ring mm-hmm. and the stuff that they can do. It doesn't matter if it's not your style of wrestling. You just can't help but just be like, yeah. this is amazing. There's yep. just no way around it. Yep. Um, we had some more new winners, new champ, not new winners, new champions on this show. You know, one of them being Minoru Suzuki, another yes. being Wither Utah. First American title. Yep. Uh, Wither Utah picking up the Ring of Honor Pure <laughs> Championship, but also Mercedes Martinez uh, becoming the interim Ring of Honor Women's Champions. Uh, what do you think are the prospects of her facing Deanna Peraza? Who Deanna Peraza is the official Ring of Honor Women's Champion, but she is also 
under contract with Impact Wrestling. So uh, that match has, I guess, it's got to happen at some point, mm. right? So that's uh, you think that's going to happen on AEW television or Ring of Honor television, or is it going to end up happening cons- like an Impact or something? I think considering. Like, the relationship with Impact and AEW is kind of, like, not ended, but it's definitely not happening right now. No, yeah. I definitely see it's more going to be a Ring of Honor type thing. Yeah. Um, But saying that, it's a really good thing for Mercedes because, obviously, she's just come into AEW. Yeah. And it doesn't look like there was much after the whole Britt Baker Thunder Rosa mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like it was going to go quiet for her. Yeah. Where if she's got this to go on with, she's sort of got, I don't want to say something to do, it's kind of like a harsh thing, but she's got something to put her work into. Yes. Which then can loop back around again. And this is going to give her a chance to really flesh out her character instead of just being a um, part of another story. Yeah. She's going to be and able to also, tell her own story here. And also, if you think about it, she was Britt Baker's henchwoman mm-hmm. for Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. when Britt Baker had the title. Yeah. Now Mercedes Martinez has a title. Ah. Uh, and Britt Baker does not. And Britt Baker does not. True story. So, in a way, <clears throat> you can, like, do two completely different paths and arrive at the same conclusion. Yeah. So, um, I, I really... I think the whole thing with Ring Ronnie is very, very interesting because how everybody complains that, oh, this person's not an AEW television, this person, there is kind of like, I don't want to say it's a backup, but there is something else that mm-hmm. can be going on on TV, but yeah. <clears throat> a different show. And when you look at who's come through Ring of Honor, it sounds insane, but it's like Ring of Honor has become AEW's like NXT with the people that have gone through Ring of Honor. <clears throat> and I've also like, yeah. gone through WWE, but we're going to ignore them. Because <laughs> yeah. they're in a different universe. Yes, um, whole different universe. And gone into AEW. Yeah. It, it's very, very interesting. I think Tony's been so smart with this. Mm-hmm. And I also just want to take a moment for um, really you to because um, William Regal told him to go prove himself. He got a belt. <laughs> he got so, that pure towel now. He got a belt. Yeah, and he was amazing in that match as well. I yes, he say. was. Yeah, him and Josh Woods put on a, they, they put on a great match. Uh, mm. I, I'm really and I'm really high on Josh Woods too. I thought I thought he mm. looked great. And that's the first full match of his I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I would not be surprised if, you know, you look at the list of people um, from that show and you think, all right, who who of the non-AEW people mm-hmm. do you think would be retained or signed to Ring of Honor contracts to be kept in the new Ring of Honor? And Josh Woods is one of those that yeah. I think has a really good chance of yeah. staying with the Ring of Honor. Obviously, Jonathan Gresham being one of those as well. I think that's a the home run, no doubt. Jonathan mm-hmm. Gresham is going to be either, you know, all elite or Ring of Honor, one or mm. the other, or both. And also, um, I know we're not doing bag tape pancake this week, but <laughs> can I just say for the people going, 
oh, that's right. Tony Khan's coming with um, Ring of Honor and put all his AEW guys over for the belts. Do you not remember the whole thing with AEW and the world title? It was on Chris Jericho gets people focused. John Moxley gets people yeah. focused. Yeah. These are people in AEW that are either <clears throat> up and coming like Wheeler Utah yeah. or are completely established like FTR. Yeah. So AEW fans that haven't watched Ring of Honor are now going to be like, huh, I really like Wheeler Utah in AEW. I wonder yeah. what he's going to do. It's a process. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and you got to keep in mind too is that those title holders were not under contract with the new Ring of Honor or uh, AEW or you know or Tony Khan in any way. So if you're not sure what's going to happen there, you kind of got to get. It's kind of like the situation they're in now with Deanna Perrazzo, uh with the the Ring of Honor Championship. She's not under contract with Ring of Honor or AEW, but she has the title. You kind of, mm-hmm. if you can get the titles on people who are under contract with you, you can now you have control over those belts too. You know where yeah. you can then do your thing. So it's a lot of it has to do with that too. I think um, if mm-hmm. you're not sure if you're going to sign those people, now they may get signed. Like Josh Woods, in my opinion, I think he gets he gets a contract. Um, but if you're not sure, you can't exactly keep the titles on somebody that you can't control their booking dates and make sure they're there to defend the titles. Where uh, either Yuta he's under contract with you so you can decide when he defends the title where you're not, uh, you know, you're, you're more controlled with that. You want to be able to control those titles. So, yeah. Yeah. So it all makes sense. It it is a process and everybody needs to keep that in mind, especially Mm -hmm. right now where they're in the flux situation of just now purchasing and trying to decide how this whole thing's going to shake out. It's best to have those titles on people that are under contract with you. Um, Cool. Yeah, but it, it's going to be fun. It's you know, and, and I don't envy Tony Khan right now. I know, although it does seem fun from the outside looking in, like wow, man, look at what he's got, uh, what he gets to do. I mean, he's living the dream as a wrestling fan. Now having these two promotions and and, and you know and, and telling these stories, these awesome pro wrestling stories, but. Uh, there's a side of me that goes, man, I would not want to have that responsibility of trying to balance this baby because he's got yeah. to balance these two uh, promotions and make it make sense. And uh, I do not envy that whatsoever. That has no. got to be stressful because you're dealing with real human beings. This ain't a video game. You know, this is this is real life. So uh, uh, I think this is going to be fun, but I do not envy the job he has. Not uh, at all. But not I'm, re- at I'm all. really excited uh, for what, what is to come for Ring of Honor. Um, but we are going to talk some more. I know in our Q and a, we got a couple of questions and I think, uh, a couple of the questions are dealing with Wheeler, Utah, and also with the newly formed Tully Blanchard enterprises. Otherwise I would have talked about that now, <laughs> but there's a question about that. So I will save that for the Q and a, uh, but now let's get into dynamite. Uh, dynamite, uh, was, was a lot of fun this last week. Uh, these are the matches that took place on Dynamite. CM Punk defeated Max Caster. John Moxley defeated Jay Lethal. FTR beat the Gun Club. Brian Danielson defeated Wheeler Utah. Tony Storm made her AEW debut and defeated the Bunny and her uh, uh, to advance to the Owen Hart tournament. And Andrade defeated Darby Allen with a little bit of help in the main event. But I think the biggest story coming out of, of Dynamite 
uh, this week is Tony Storm becoming all elite, making her debut on Dynamite. What did you think about this debut for Tony Storm? Well, one of us was right. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> but hey, any of those people debuting that we mentioned would have been amazing. But I, I did love this. I love Tony Storm in the spot. <laughs> yeah, it, this was. Um... This was really good. I, yeah. I enjoyed this. And, like, she's amazing as well. So, I mean, say what you want about the women's roster in AEW, but, yeah, you know, it's getting stacked, and it won't be stacked. It wouldn't be getting stacked if it didn't have a plan. Yeah. So, I think, um, and she looks phenomenal, and she always has done, and... I am extremely, yeah. extremely interested to um, see what happens next. Yeah, she looks so happy to be there, which yes. you know, a lot of them. It reminded me of um, uh, Ruby Soho when she she made her debut, uh, where there's almost tears being held back, especially mm. uh, on the ramp when she first came out, and after the match afterwards, when she was look, she was kind of thanking the crowd, saying thank you. It kind of she seemed teary eyed, so it had that kind of feel to it. Mm. Um, I think her upside in the ring is sky high. I mean, she is really, really good. Uh, I'm not super – I've seen a lot of uh, clips from her matches in NXT. Um, mm. But considering I, I don't watch WWE product, I haven't – I don't think I've ever seen um, a promo from Tony Storm. So I honestly don't know what the ceiling is there as a character. But in the yeah. ring, um, from everything I've seen, she's got that, and I think, uh, I think, I think, just I, you know, we don't know what the field is going to be for this this Owen Hart Owen Hart Cup tournament. Mm. I think, you know, right from the get go, she's got to be one of the favorites before we even see who else is even in it. You know, it's just uh, she's got to be one of the favorites. Um, I think she's got that high of a ceiling. So I'm really interested to see what is in the future for Tony Storm in, in AEW. Yeah. Um, also, Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful made their return, uh, trying to take down the sports entertainers. How happy were you to see Eddie and your boys back in AEW? I screamed the house down. Yeah. Um, it's Eddie Kingston, man. Hey. Yeah. I mean, he's been back for a while. I mean, he, I say return. He's just like they've been gone for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he was. They were regrouping. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, like Santana Ortiz, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Do do what you need to do. Just kind of make sure you beat some sense into Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Because um, I'm worried about him. Like twice, Daniel Garcia can use help. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, Jericho and his 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 guys were in the back, and they kept looking through the curtains. You kind of yep. knew that was setting it up. So this week, oh, yeah. yeah, they did the same thing, and there you go. Um, we did see um, that it obviously the Jericho Appreciation Society got the the upper hand in the end because of the numbers game. And we've been talking about that for a while. You got five on one side and three on the other. Mm-hmm. Got to get two more people. We've already talked about possibilities for that. So I, I foresee somebody coming to the aid or coming to help um, Eddie and Problem Powerful at some point. It's just a matter of when and who. Uh, yes. So do you think this could lead? Do you think this has enough steam to lead to a blood and guts match? Because I think that mm. it, 
if you were thinking long term, like getting this to double or nothing, um, you could have that as a feature match for double or nothing, blood and guts, uh, with Jericho Appreciation Society and whatever team Eddie Kingston puts together. Yeah. Um possibly. <clears throat> yeah. That's what possibly. I'm that's what I'm thinking. I'm hundred percent like, you know, here for that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Of course you are. Blood and guts. It's got it right yeah. there in the name. That's that. Um, fine. I think CM put CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk put any rumors to rest on what he meant by the little belt uh, gesture. <laughs> yeah, he treated Tony Schiavone like he was an idiot. So what do you, <laughs> Tony? You've been around this long enough. When somebody does this, what do you think it means, dude? Oh, Schiavone, like he literally doesn't get a break in that company, does he? Oh, what the flipping title? <laughs> yeah. So basically, he's going to go after whichever Adam has the title after Battle of the Belts. Um. <laughs> So that, I think that's 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 a big deal, man. CM Punk officially is going to be in a world title match by the sounds of it. That's that's major. And he wants it. What is it saying? Like something like, "Before I leave, I'll have it." So it's like he's not going to go anywhere until he's got it. <laughs> yeah, my contract's up. I'm still not going anywhere until I get that title. If he runs off with that belt, <laughs> <laughs> it's the summer of Punk. All over again. That happens. Tell you what. Kick off. Yeah. Kick off. This literally could be the, the summer of Punk in AEW, though. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think he's going to get that title. I think it's going to it's gonna kick off a run. We'll, we'll see, though. We'll see. I don't um, know if he'll get it now. I don't know if a certain little git may cost him it. Oh. But he will have it. I just don't know when because it feels like if he's saying the sort of thing of like I'll have it before I leave, mm-hmm. then it sort of means like once he's got that and he's on that run, that that might be it. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. don't know. I, I um, and part of my worry with with this was is not anything to do with MJF or with CM Punk. It's like well. When you take the title off of Adam Page, then what? But I got to thinking, because you always want to have, like, what's what's the exit plan here? What story do you have mm. for the loser? What are they going to do? Because you don't want to see Adam go right back into kind of the same stuff he was doing before he got the title, where he's doubting yeah. himself and all that. There's a story that's going on right now, kind of simmering in the background, because uh, there's somebody that's not back yet, and that's Kenny Omega. Uh-huh. It's this whole elite, undisputed. No, what are they called? Uh, undisputed elite, undisputed elite, and uh-huh. the, the regular elite, the super elite. All these, this elite storyline is uh-huh. happening with Adam Cole and and Kenny Omega is not here, and the Young Bucks and Red Dragon and all these moving parts. Uh, once Adam Page drops the title, I think he's going to factor into that story. He's going to be featured in that elite story so i think that it, it takes a little bit of the worry away from me about what's going to happen when page drops the title because i think they got something in the plans for him that's going to keep him very 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 relevant with that story and with you saying that i 100 agree because if you watched bt 300 i didn't kenny was in it and he was 
at his house and I can't remember if he was with him for the life of me but he was saying oh I, I don't I don't watch Dynamite I don't watch <laughs> it why would I watch it and then like started watching Dynamite and then he was just like is is Hangman still the champ <laughs> like little seeds being planted he's like I need, I need to make a a phone call and it was like yeah Cody's not there what <laughs> <laughs> What? Dude, you really should watch Dynamite, Kenny. One <laughs> that was pretty... basically that was basically the whole storyline of Kenny's bit. Was what? he's not been watching Dynamite. He I've didn't been... know Cody left. I've been afraid of watching Raw. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, why do they keep <laughs> mentioning little Cody references on Raw? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, so definitely something is gonna be involved Kenny Books and who we yeah. um, rightly named Ear Undisputed, but apparently that name didn't work. So. No, no, okay. Still think Und- it was a better name. Undisputed Elite. Um, yeah, should be interesting. Um, but on on yes. Adam Cole and his two little friends, yeah. who I absolutely adore. Yes. Um, I love how he's like, we've got the bells for up in a celebration, and they just put stickers over them. <laughs> Because, you know what annoys me is, in like other times when someone's took a belt and they've like, oh, this is my belt now, I've always gone, well, why have you not covered the plate up then? That says the other person's name. See, Adam Cole is smart, man. They did it. He did it. And I just love how, like, Kyle O'Reilly's like, he's got his belt, he's doing his little thing. And then they're just in the middle. And Hangman, when the Hangman came... He just picked up his belt, and I'm there going, well, take the sticker off, because you're showing it with the sticker on it. It still says Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Good stuff. I loved it. I loved it so segment. much. I love the stickers. <laughs> it's also, look, we weren't even, like, proper stickers. They were, like, not even on straight. It's like they just literally was, like, stick some of that on it and just write your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the next time I'm walking through Walmart, and I see one of the AEW replica your toy belts. Yeah. You know, they have. I'm going to yeah, put yeah. a little piece of tape and just write Adam Cole. <laughs> take a picture of it. I'll post it. <laughs> look, and look, you get carted out by security for yeah. space in a puddle. <laughs> look, look for that coming in the future, whether I'm arrested or just not. Just make sure it's um, like some masking tape so it just peels off easily. There you go. Yeah. For Mark. I'll, yeah, I'll take care of it. It'll be good. Uh, I don't want to mention, too, that. That Wardlow's not taking this whole sit at home while you're under contract with me thing sitting down because he decided to uh, to r- roll through security again to get into the uh, the arena try to get the MJF. Uh, not going to get there. He's not going to get to him for a while. It doesn't seem. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't just keep him off TV for a couple of weeks. Um, but apparently, apparently no. Apparently, can't keep him at home. I have to say. That that whole thing of Wardlow just busting through security uh-huh. is very satisfying to watch. Man, <laughs> those those tables, those tables, <laughs> do not give. <laughs> that, I feel that... so bad for the people that are like, "Oh my God, Wardlow's coming!" And I'm on the stairs. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm on some concrete stairs. Get off like, the go, stairs like, all the way down to the bottom of more concrete. But... I'm not Darby Allen. That's when if I'm at sec- I'm with security, it's break time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, time. For- here. Yeah, time I'm sorry. Break. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. 
Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that is going to be hot he, when we finally get to so, that match. So over. Yeah, it is going to be super, super hot when we finally get to that match. I'm mm. Unbelievable. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, on Rampage, though, we're going to get to that real quick. Uh, the matches were the Young Bucks defeated Top Flight. House of Black defeated Fuego, Ipuno, and Stu Grayson. No, no. Correction. House of Black killed Fuego. <laughs> House of Black killed Fuego and also defeated Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. <laughs> they were taken out for some reason. Yeah. Um, Jamie Hayter defeated Sky Blue to advance to the Owen Hart tournament. Um, and Keith Lee defeated Powerhouse Hobbs in the main event. Um, yeah. But Keith Lee versus Hobbs was a lot of fun in that main event. That's like Ugh. the main thing I want to talk about was how fun that was. But Team Taz in the end was left standing tall after they laid waste to both Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, who tried to come to his aid, but they both got put through tables. Those tables gave a little more than the, the table did for that security guy. When Wardlow I mean, Swerve was really good because he was at Ring of Honor and then <laughs> he ended up at AEW. Same night. Same wow. night. So, so at the books. The dude, <sighs> he's got, he borrowed the, uh, the, the broken Matt Hardy teleportation device. <laughs> I just loved how Tony Khan put himself against himself. It was just <laughs> sheer genius. Like, he, yeah. he just was like, yeah, I'm that good. <laughs> can I just, I can just put both shows of mine against each other. <laughs> Can I just say, though, from, from somebody who had to go to a wedding rehearsal and then come <laughs> home and try to watch both shows on the same night, let's not do that again, TK. Right. Just one completely different thing, completely off wrestling. Uh, Why do you Americans have wedding rehearsals <clears throat> after right. rehearsal and wedding? Just kidding. Just... No, but apparently, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing, man. You got to, especially if it's a bigger wedding you know with uh, a lot of moving parts with music numbers hitting and certain things and people a bunch of people walking down i guess they want to make sure they got everything right instead of people just showing up and going now what do i do we just um, wing it but do you want to know what happened before my wedding sure so the morning the night of my wedding i was at my mom's i ate chinese food my cousin came around who was my maid of honor and my auntie and we had some champagne and then i had a bath and then i went to bed my husband, on the other hand, had his brother and his best man, who's his best friend, was there. Yeah. And they drank three bottles of wine and practically a full bottle of whiskey. <laughs> went to sleep about 4 a.m. Our wedding was at 4 o'clock, by the way, in the afternoon. Okay. Woke up about 9 a.m., had breakfast... Then my husband started panicking. Then they started getting dressed. Then they finished off the whiskey. Then they got in the car. Meanwhile, at my mum's, I woke up, watched the whole Lion King, one and two in my pyjamas, got to the hotel, and was half an hour late for my wedding. Uh-huh. Um, we don't do rehearsals. We just we get drunk and drink the night before and just hope for the best. And just watch The Lion King and show it whenever. Yeah. And the best bit was... It's the circle I found, of life. <laughs> I found out years later that my husband was slightly drunk on our wedding day. And to disguise the fact that he had... Really? 
to disguise the fact that he had um, <laughs> had whiskey before the wedding, he drank a shot of peppermint schnapps. <laughs> so rehearsal, we probably could do with them, but now nah, we're 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 brave. Let's go with it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you just told me this whole thing about how. Your wedding day went in the preparation for it, and you criticized <laughs> a wedding rehearsal? It makes it so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. You're amazing. You and your candy floss. All right. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. <laughs> How has this gone so off the rails? Speaking of going off the rails, Ty and Sammy destroyed oh, What a segue. Thank you. Destroyed Tan Lambert's car with freaking sledgehammers. I love how when Ty first did it, it didn't do anything. <laughs> and then when she did it the second time, she lost the sledgehammer in the car. Yeah. This is brilliant. I know, because <laughs> if you hit something, like, because the weight of that, it could come back on you. And I, when she hit the car the first time, I was like, that thing's going to pop her back in the head. Like, she's going to knock herself out with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Be careful with that thing. Anyways. Um, Sammy should have given her a little hammer. Yeah. <laughs> a baby hammer. Um, so how did, how did you, how do you like this new Ty and Sammy? This, uh... Look, I am not a huge fan of wrestling couples. Mm-hmm. Um, it sometimes can feel very um in your face but yeah. the one thing with Sammy and Ty is is they know that yeah they do <laughs> they're in on their own joke <clears throat> and the fact that they're doing it as kind of like a F you to Twitter is yeah. just makes me feel all fuzzy yeah um, so yeah um, I'm not a huge fan of couple wrestling thing but if they want to do this and kind of like you know pee off a load of trolls hey hey I'm all here for that. <laughs> and I will retweet the hell out of it. I still stand by that I would I would rather see this eventually when they're when they're finished, when they I'm assuming they're gonna lead to a rematch with Sky uh, Scorpio when, Sky. When they're finished, I thought, wait a minute, are they breaking up? No, right? no. When, <laughs> when they're finished. When they're finished. They're not having a wedding rehearsal. <laughs> no wedding rehearsal, they're done. Uh, they're gonna have that whole thing with watching the Lion King and getting drunk and, and showing up in pajamas. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, when they're done with Dan Lambert's crew, I would like to see them just go completely heel with this act. Yes. I think this could be more of a fun act as heels than it will be as faces. I don't think it has legs as a face act. No. I think people will get tired of it eventually. You're going to have to lean into that, mm. that heel side. Sammy's a really good heel as well. <laughs> yeah, he is. And I think Ty... I think she could do it. I think Ty has definitely got it in it. Because it. look at how she was in that match mm-hmm. with Anna Jay, the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Like, yeah, she got it, man. And that could add layers to her character. So oh, that's a good thing. Um, so this coming Dynamite looks to be uh-huh. amazing. This coming Dynamite's insane. We have FTR versus the Young Bucks. <laughs> Two. And it's it's not only just for the AAA titles, it's also for the Ring of Honor tag titles. How about that? This is crazy. 
Um, so this this match uh, has the stakes, has the story, has the talent. There's, there's there's everything going for this match. It cannot miss. This one cannot. Um, another match that cannot miss is the Hardy Boys versus Butcher and the Blade in a tables match. Uh, oh, basically, this show is uh, uh, just a tag team wrestling show. Um, That's what <laughs> I like. With these two matches, man, this is this is tag team wrestling at its finest. Um, like good, good stuff. Hardy's plus tables, two thousands. Just yep. You're yeah, getting in the in the first match. You're getting old school wrestling versus new school with the the, the gymnastics and flipping yep. and stuff that the young bucks do. Um, but you also have the stakes with the, the, the two sets of titles that are on the line. And then in the, in the other match, you, you have an extreme rules type match. I mean, that's just, mm. we're getting everything in these. I feel these like Tony Khan is like, so Sarah really enjoyed that FTR match, but she also really likes the hardest stuff. Why don't we just give her two matches <laughs> completely polar opposite, but everything she likes. And I'm like, if if I have one negative, here I am throwing out a negative, is that you have this great tag team wrestling on the show and all these stakes and everything, but the AEW actual tag team champions are not being featured. Um, you know, it's there. Uh, with FTR and the Young Bucks, it still feels to me like, um, like um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus feel a little less important than the rest of them right now. So I really I really want to see – I say that because I think there's a potential. I want to see really something happen special for those guys to elevate them. Yeah, um, but don't forget, though, that um, the books are in a match, which yeah. therefore means Bebe and um, Bobby Fish do to do and yeah. Kyle O'Reilly can turn up. Which in turn means Jungle Boy, yeah, and they can get involved. Christian can turn up. They will. So I wouldn't completely write it off. No, yeah. It would just. Also, do you know what I'd really like? I know it won't happen, but I'd like it. Is Christian just to walk out during the Hardys match? Like, what? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he is going to be busy uh, because he also has a take on Adam Cole in this show too. Um, mm. We are going to get Christian versus Adam Cole. See, there's uh, another thing where and that there's where Jurassic Express can show up there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see. No. Okay, that's what he's doing. Yeah, they're going to be there. I just, I just, uh, and I know we're probably going to get at, at um, Battle of the Belts more than likely Red Dragon versus Jurassic oh, Express. Oh, just give them the belts. They've already got the names on them. They're, yeah, they already got the little sticky things. Oh, that's uh, and we're also going to get more Owen Hart tournament qualifying matches on this show. And as we mentioned before, Samoa Joe will be at Dynamite. I so can't we're gonna, wait for that pop. We're going to hear from Samoa oh Joe what his plans are. Um, so yeah, this is going to be it's going to be a good Dynamite. Mm. Is there really have there been any bad ones? I don't remember any bad ones. No, there was that one back at the end of 2019. Uh, that was it. That was it. I think that was the only one. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, in other news, one piece of news, uh, Miro hasn't been on AWTV in a while. Uh, but according to Fightful, there's a reason for that. 
he is involved with the filming of a TV show for CBS in New York. So he is doing other things other than wrestling right now. So that could be could be a reason why he hasn't been on TV. I know he was injured for a little bit, but mm-hmm. he's apparently fully cleared now. But he's got this other stuff going on right now. So, um, and also, I, hasn't he just had his contract extended as well? Yes, so yes, he is extended. No, yeah, he, he's been extended, so he's going to be there for a while. So there's there's plans. Uh, just uh, get that get that uh, get that uh, the, the TV stuff done first, so you can come back on the right TV, which is AEW TV. And, and in other news, your thing. Kit yes. Sabian's took his box off his head. I saw that. You sent me the image of that. Um, mm-hmm. It was interesting. So Also, I um, quote tweeted it was something, and uh, Kit Sabian liked it. So. Oh, there you go. You noticed I, I, I tweeted saying, is Kit Sabian entering a house that is black? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Thanks. of the Slipknot quote. And stuff mm. like so that. So you you think maybe Kit could be going to the House of Black? That could be the new member, a new member. Hey, I was just speculating. What do I know? Yeah, eh, yeah, you know a little bit about wedding rehearsals yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. Um, all right, it is time for the question and answer segment. Sarah, do you have a question? I have two. From Costa Rica. And by the way, if you need to send in any questions, send them to beautyxthebeard at gmail.com or use the hashtag AskBXTB on the Twitter machine. Yeah. Okay. Now, now to your question. Okay. From Costa Rica. Yeah. First question Who should be the one to take the TNT championship from Scorpio Sky? Uh, I think we'll both, we're both going to agree it should be Eddie Kingston. Yes, but I was going to say somebody else as well. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll say Eddie Kingston, and I will tag Eddie Kingston and whoever you choose and tell him that you didn't choose him, and I did. But go ahead. Who's your pick? (laughs) My pick, and I adore the human. I just want Ricky Starks to have a real title. Sounds like you want Pinocchio to be a real boy. He was a real boy. Um, <laughs> Looking to be a real champion. Yeah, like, come on. Starks has proved himself over and over and over. He has. Give the guy the damn title. Hmm, he can take it from Eddie. No, don't I'm do sure. that. Yeah. Don't put the people against each other. <laughs> it's not uh, fair. Either choice would be great. Either choice yes. would be fine. Yeah, I wouldn't have an issue. I mean, one. 100% happy with Ricky. 100% happy with Starks. And, and Eddie, just don't put yeah. them against each other. Cause after us talking about Eddie going after Dan Lambert and stuff, it just got me excited about that. And I'm, I'm stuck on that now, I think. Yeah. I think I'd like to see that. All right. Next question from Costa Rick mm-hmm. is, which AEW wrestler with long hair would look the least bad without hair. Now, this is definitely a question for you. <laughs> is it because I'm bald? Yeah. Mm. Um, man, that's tough. Um, Can we just say as well, if you don't want to have hair, you, you don't have to have hair. No, no. I, obviously, I'm a supporter of not having hair. I don't have hair. 
I'm all for it. Um, bald is beautiful. My hubby bald. There you go. Um, My hubby look like a Viking. I'm telling you, every time I've, I, that I've seen pictures of your husband, I think of Stu Grayson. That's what I think of. And I know who he thinks he looks like. Who? John Silver. You can see a cross between Silver and Grayson. He's literally like, that's mini me. Every time he's on, I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> I was going to like kind of put you more towards the mock side of things, but no. <laughs> That's great. Does mm. Malik have black? His hair is kind of, is it sort of long? Yeah, but he's got it buzzed at the sides. Yeah. Well, I'm going Malachi Black. Buzzed Malachi Black would look just fine. There you go. Hmm. I'm going to go with Buddy Matthews because Ooh. in my experience, considering I'm married to a ginger-bearded bald guy, they look good. <laughs> there you go. All right. Buddy Matthews. Good choice. Mm. So if Malachi gets buzzed and... Uh, Buddy Matthews does too. Stuck up. We could just let it's a House uh, of Bald. House of Bald. <laughs> we could get a big guy there, you know. <laughs> uh, try try and pin Brody King down to Buzzy Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. I feel like it's like straight yeah, edge. Go to do it. Straight edge society all over again. Um all right, I got a couple from Ted the Hibbly Hill. First one is how do you feel? Utah's victory at Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, will play out with the Blackpool Combat Club storyline. Um, perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> Short answer. Perfectly. Well, it shows that he can hang in um, with tough situations. Obviously, with the rules of the championship, you're only allowed three rope breaks mm-hmm. before you can be pinned and submitted no matter where you are in the ring. Yeah. So, and the fact that he used two, and, like, the third one was, like, oh, if yeah. the third one is that he's done for, <clears throat> I think that kind of will lead into kind of what the whole going for with the whole... um yeah, Black, I that, keep wanting to say Bombay, Bombay, and I don't know why. Blackpool <laughs> Combat Black Club, Club. Yeah. Um, because they're obviously thinking wrestlers. Well, Marx's hit them thing, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I think I think it kind of it definitely gives you at that edge. Mm-hmm. And also, don't forget, <clears throat> technically he's still with best friends, and no one's got a title there. Hmm. I think you could go. I've I've heard something mentioned before about po- the possibility of of Wheeler Utah staying on Ring of Honor and acting as a type of recruiter. Like, uh, you know, whenever somebody has a match with Wheeler Utah, they're kind of like you had the Blackpool Combat Club looking at, hey, is that somebody we'd like to bring in? You know, they base their view of somebody based on how they they. they they do against Willie Utah. I've heard that mm. mentioned uh, in other places. Not a bad idea. Kind of, it's know, not a bad idea really... because then, so, all right, then, so you did really get to Willie Utah. Oh, here's John Moxley. Yeah. Oh, you did very well. Here's, here's, here's Ryan Anderson. Anderson. Um, um, and just, just like a line of people just being knocked out as the bodies pile up. Yeah. 
another thing like we were just talking about is obviously just a straightforward yes. Now you have you've won this Ring of Honor Pure title, which is not easy with the rules that is set mm-hmm. in place. I really like the rules. Oh yeah, I love that. I thought like, um, I've never ever heard of anything like that before. Yeah. Um, so it really stands out from any other title. Mm-hmm. It's not just like another title. You have to win it in different ways. It's yeah. Like a discipline based title. Yeah, exactly. Um, so straightforward would be like, yeah, you're part of us now. You won that title. That's amazing. Uh, another way, if you want to do more of a story with this, would be to flip it. And like, there's other things that they're looking for. It's not just about wins. It's about how somebody carries themselves mm-hmm. or something like that. And the sh- more shocking dark horse way you could go with this is that the Blackpool Combat Club brings in Josh Woods as a member of the Blackpool Combat Club instead of Wheelie Yuta, even after Wheelie Yuta won the title. Because mm-hmm. there was something in Josh Woods that they saw in that match that they were like, no, that's the guy we want, not Wheelie Yuta. Mm-hmm. But, and then it, it becomes more of a story where Wheeler's been, Wheeler's been trying to prove himself. Like, I've even won this title and you still don't want me. What am I doing wrong? And it's more of a of, of story there with that which would be a, a shocker. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, if I'm thinking of different angles you could do with mm. this, it would be it would be crazy. Cause the I really other like way it. that I think you could do it is, like, whether you just won the title, and you're like, right, okay, well done. And you've still not proved yourself. <laughs> what else? <laughs> well, what else you got? Bring us something else back. Do you know what I mean? Or kind of like... Go in um, Like, <clears throat> right, well done. Like, you imagine really going, look what I did! And he's like... Right? Yeah. Mark says a GCW world title. What's your point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then you was like, um, okay, so I've got to do something else. And then, yeah. like, and it's a story of how far will he go? Go, yeah. To yep. get into and, that. And, and I generally think that with that going that way, you're then entering into, like, going against, like, people that he's friends with. And, Mm-hmm. More psychological. It the Trent Barretta thing, and it yeah, it will kind of get to that where, in a way, I keep want to say Bombay, and I don't know why. Bombay, <laughs> it's the Bombay Combat Club. Where the, I can't say Blackpool is too weird. It's right there. It's it's it's, it's the tower and everything. I you know. know? We just I, talked I, about too, it. It's too much. With the bouncy house, it's like legit. Something that I know about. It's so bizarre. Um, so, like, I'm just going to call them the club. Um, the the so, club. The combat the club. club. So, they could be, like, this is their way of psychologically breaking you down. Yeah. Get him in and then build him back up in their way. Because yeah. don't forget, they, when you first came in, it was like, oh, he's, like, the prodigy of Tuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So, if they can break him down psychologically, go against them, get him in, and then build him up in the way that they see it, then there's definitely a story. He's so. going to have to pay his dues to get into the Bombay exactly. Country Club. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know, I was looking right the other day going, oh, I could do some new AW merch. And I was like, I would love like the Blackpool Combat Club. But yeah. the problem is, is my husband's best friend lives in Blackpool. So if I wore that, that I'm going to get beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Would you really? I thought, oh, no, the Lion the, Club, because it's a she's Black the, Combat Club. She's part of the Combat Club. Yeah. Like, like, there might be like some secret society or something I don't know about. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm just like wearing this, and they're like, the, yeah, follow us. Is that a threat? Uh, oh, like, you're no, a, oh, you're. It's an angel you're a, me. You're a member. Follow us. We have a secret area. I know. Like, I'm under, genuinely scared. Underneath the bouncy house, there's like a whole, there's a bigger bouncy house underneath the tower that you're not aware of. It's a I'm, I'm like, underground so bouncy house. It's like his, like his best friend's wife is about to give birth in a few weeks. I can't go in with <laughs> says black no, well then, club. Oh, then don't. Ready. <laughs> then you you need to buy a whole different shirt to go there for that. Then it, it needs to be the Jericho Appreciation Society, the sports entertainer and stuff. Blumming well down. <laughs> All right, one more question um, from uh, Ted. What do you think of Tully's new stable? His new stable is the Tully Blanchard Enterprises with with Brian Cage, Khan, and Toa Leona. Um, I've sent you pictures of Khan before. Mm. I'm not sure if you remember it, but uh, I've seen both of these guys uh, perform on Dark before. Uh, mm-hmm. They always impress me, especially Khan. I remember mm. sending you a picture, a picture of him, like, "Look at this dude! It's on dark." And he picked up the win that night, and I was like, "They're, they're they've got plans for this guy. Got yeah. to have plans for him. He's impressive looking." So, what do you think of this table? Yeah, I mean, Tully likes, you know, putting his eggs in baskets. Um, I, it was just like. Generally, so bizarre to see Brian Cage back. Yeah, but then with Tully behind him, because <laughs> like he was like, "Oh, Brian Cage, wait a minute, is that Tully behind him?" <laughs> like Tully just like yeah. disappears behind him. <laughs> where Tully go? There he is again. No, where to go again? Um, he's behind so one yeah. of his muscles. <laughs> I look. Tully Blanchard is a legend. So like whatever he does, it's gonna turn to gold. Um. I just, I was never a Brian Cage person. Yeah. It's the big guy thing. And I say that, but like, I, I love Wardlow and like Powerhouse Hobbs and stuff. Yeah. So I kind of have to caveat that with it's just where I feel like Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs actually have a personality behind the big kind of wrestler stance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really saw that in Brian Cage. And I don't know if that's because. He was with Taz. Yeah. Or if that is just him. So yeah. I'm willingly and openly interested to see if being with Tully and this stable makes any difference. He did seem kind of one dimensional. Mm. Uh character wise. Not necessarily yes. in the in the ring, he is so impressive. He mm-hmm. does stuff that a big guy shouldn't be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um but I do like we're so apparently Tully's completely done with the Pinnacle situation. That's done away with. Well, he got fired, I know, didn't he? I know he got fired by FTR, but he was uh, for so long with with uh, Sean Spears too, and there was never really any mm. uh, true breakup there that I remember. Maybe there was, and I'm just not remembering it. So you would, I still thought there would still be some kind of tie to the Pinnacle, but apparently with this, that lets you know, hey, it's done, and that's cool because mm. at least the questions have been answered without it lingering. Like where's Tully? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I do like this new stable. I like the, the look of it. It's, it's three imposing looking individuals. I think that's really cool. Brian Cage being the centerpiece of it could be great instead of him just being a piece. 
of a, of a stable, which is what he was with with uh, Team Taz, and I, I think he really got overshadowed by the other personalities in those in that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, he could be the front man for it, and I think it's perfect. You know, I talked about um, Sean Spears when he was paired with Tully Blanchard, which was cool at first, but Spears doesn't need anybody talking for him, which is kind of like the Nile Rose, Vicky Guerrero situation mm. where we're like, I don't know why you don't need a mouthpiece. The, yeah. those, Sean Spears does not need a mouthpiece, period. He doesn't need MJF talking for him. They can play off each other. Spears is a promo machine. He's really, 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 really good. Yeah. Um, I think on the other side of that, I think with this situation, Brian Cage and no, I'm not saying he's the worst promo in the world, but I could see where somebody like Brian Cage can benefit from somebody like Tully Blanchard more than Sean Spears could benefit mm. from somebody like Tully Blanchard. So for that alone, I love this. Yeah. I love it. And I don't yeah. know what kind of promo Khan or, or, or uh, Leona can do, but you would think it can't be as good as what Tully Blanchard can do because Tully Blanchard's really, really good on the mic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love it. I'd like to see where it goes. And I think right off the bat, you have, uh, from the kickoff of the new Ring of Honor, you have a stable in Ring mm-hmm. of Honor, which you have sort of with the foundation with um, uh, Jonathan Gresham. Not sure how that, because that was his, his, his baby. Uh, I'm not sure what that's gonna, what's going to happen with that now, but you do have a, a true stable in Ring of Honor. And as we know, uh, Tony Khan loves those staples. Mm. Uh, so we're going to have them in Ring of Honor too, and that's a good thing because people need friends. Well, thank y'all so much for hanging in there with us this week. Uh, there was just so much to go through. We tried to get this done in about an hour. We did not make it, um, but there was a lot to cover. This there was week. also uh, a lot about half an hour of them talking about a wedding. So. Yeah, there was. <laughs> True. Which you're gonna have to cut down. So I could, much. I could edit that whole wedding talk out, and with the show would be like 15 minutes. Yep. So. Yeah, um, but I probably won't. So, but thank you, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Um, before you go, though, please, uh, like we reminded you at the top of the show, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the channel at BeautyX the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play. You can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. You can also follow the channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, if you ever have any questions, you can send those to beautyxthebeard at gmail.com or tweet us using the hashtag AskBXTB. Uh, and next week, we will return with Bad Take Pancakes. So if you see any bad takes out there, and I'm sure uh, after I've this seen weekend, a lot already. <laughs> after this weekend, you probably will see a lot of those uh, probably pertaining to Cody. So, um, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> um, you can tag us uh, on those those bad takes on Twitter using the hashtag bad take pancakes. So please do that. Uh, if not, I'll find plenty on my own. <laughs> to, to, I'll we'll, probably send a load to you as well. Then we'll get Sarah Fuman. Um, <sighs> so. Uh, yeah, thank y'all again so much for listening. We appreciate y'all spending your time with us. Uh, we hope it's been fun. Um, but uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.
<laughs> we don't do rehearsals. We just we get drunk and drink the night before and just hope for the best. <laughs> it just watch the Lion King and show up whenever. Yeah. And the best bit was it's the circle found, of life. 